from Forth. This is So What Do You Do podcast. When someone tells you what they do for work, do you ever secretly think, okay, but what do you actually do? I'm Ellie, and you, my friend, are in the right place. We interview everyday professionals from all positions in all industries. So sit back, relax, and learn where you too can thrive in a nine to five. Today, we are going to speak with Morgan, and Morgan is the marketing director for the Baton Rouge Area Chamber. In her role, she manages writing organizational publications and materials. She oversees the social media and blog and coordinates timelines for all internal marketing projects. While at BRAC, Morgan has coordinated the launch of their own personal blog, created a new social media outreach strategy, assisted with the production of the Baton Rouge Toolkit, and facilitated the creative development of BRAC's hashtag ThinkBR campaign. Before joining BRAC, Morgan wrote content for various organizations including Monster.com, Louisiana Job Connection, Success Labs, LSU Computer Science, and many others. Morgan is also an enthusiastic volunteer. She's currently Vice President of Service for Forum 35 and a board member for Red Magnolia Theater Company. Morgan holds a BS in Business Management from Louisiana State University. Today, Morgan and I talk about pivoting your career and your passions in college, what you really need to look for in the interview process, and how to practice networking when you're shy. Welcome, Fourth Family. I just introduced you to Morgan, so without further ado, I will let her introduce herself to you before we get started. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Morgan Kastner. I work at the Baton Rouge Area Chamber. Um, we are an economic development organization for the Baton Rouge area, which includes nine parishes. So really what we do is we're just trying to make Baton Rouge a better place for people to live, work, and play. And there, I am the marketing manager. So I get to work with all different groups of people from our investors to community members to the rest of our staff. It's a really fun place to work. That's awesome. So many people listening, I would assume, like myself, before I met Morgan, I did not know what an area chamber was. Um, Even when I moved to Baton Rouge initially, I wish that I knew what a, what a bat, what an area chamber was. So thank you for that little kind of scope. And I love that you say making Baton Rouge a better place to live, work, and play. Because I think for myself, being a business owner, it's been awesome to connect with the area chamber and just get connected. So um, I, I'm really excited to kind of dive in to a deeper level because you say you're a marketing manager, but people may not even think marketing when they think area chamber. So Thank you for kind of introing like what you do from a high level. So where did you go to school? What did you study? What's like your background from that regard? Yeah, so I graduated from LSU, Louisiana State University in 2016. Mm-hmm. So really not that long ago. Yeah. Um, my major was in business management, but all of my internship experience was more in the marketing field. Cool. So when I started to look for a job post-graduation, 
it was in the marketing field. It sounds like you kind of went broader from a degree standpoint, so business, which is brilliant. I was a business major as well. (laughs) And then you got to experience marketing and say, do I like this? And I'm sure probably as a kid, did you consider yourself more creative? Oh, definitely. And when I went to LSU, you know, freshman, trying to figure out what I want to do, I looked into mass communications and marketing. And to be honest, like, coming out of high school, I didn't really know the difference. And so I kind of went in, I took my first journalism class and I was like, this is not what I want to (laughs) do. Turns out that is not journalism, but other sides of mass comm Mm -hmm. is kind of what I wanted to do. So once I was really into my business management major and realized I probably shouldn't retake all my classes again, I refocused my internship experience to be more in line with what I wanted to do. I love it. And then kind of tagged on that management experience as like an extra oomph to the marketing side. When you come to college, you are still figuring it out and you don't really know what certain Mm -hmm. degrees mean and that's totally okay. So many creatives that I meet with personally, I think the expectation is you have to be a creative and an entrepreneur (laughs) and be an artist and a musician and all these things. And I just, I every day find more and more creatives in the business world in a corporate environment. So if you would just walk us through kind of what that looks like for you, what type of industry you sit in and what even your everyday looks like. This is really diving into the meat of the podcast, which answers the question, what do you actually do? Yeah, of course. So an average day for me as marketing manager, come in about 8 a.m., you know, I start off with social media every single day. Not going to lie. It's not my favorite thing, social media. But as a marketing manager, you're going to have to do it. And what does that include? What does that include? Social media. So we have a social media content calendar that me and our intern are responsible for. So whenever we see some news that's uh, worthy of being shared to our community, our audience, we put it on the calendar for a day. We type up whatever post we want. We really think of the audience that it's going to go to. Mm -hmm. And then each morning I pull up that calendar, see what we have planned for the day. And that's what I put in. It doesn't take me that long because we're constantly thinking about it, adding things in throughout the week. Um, But I get that out of the way first thing. Then I look at my emails usually, um, make sure there's no burning questions because Mm -hmm. sometimes there are those burning things that you just have to do immediately. Right. Um, After I do that, um, as marketing manager, I manage the workflows of the rest of our marketing team. Okay. So there's five of us, six including our intern. So I usually look at our to-dos, not just mine. I look at everyone on the teams, make sure they all have what they need. Right. Um, after that, it's usually, I do a lot of writing and editing. So okay. that's kind of my creative part, whether it's writing a newsletter, a blog post, a social media post, magazine article, a press release. Yeah. I write a lot. So I would say that is kind of a big portion. And when I'm not writing, I am editing other people's work at our office. Usually everything that goes out to the public comes through our team at Mm -hmm. one point in time. So editing a lot. um, I do that. And then let's see. 
I do work with media relations a little bit. Um, our senior vice president of marketing handles most of that, okay. yep. but I do some of that as well. So I'll just get a text message from a reporter. I'm always like, how do you get my, yeah. my who's, personal? Who's giving you this <laughs> number? But I'll get text messages with media requests or I'll get emails asking for an interview. Because our organization is so involved in the community, the media does come to us a lot for sure. information. So they're trying to set up interviews with our CEO, with um, someone on our staff who's an expert of a particular topic. So we're okay. the first go-through point um, okay. for that. Interesting. So we'll get those that just pop up sometimes, and you don't know. It's, you didn't plan for that for right. the day. So right. that's a, it's a fun thing to get to do. It's kind of, I have lots of meetings too, usually internal meetings with other teams to make sure projects are flowing properly for them. Um, Since we are a community organization, we work with a lot of other partner organizations too. So uh, might have a meeting with another partner where we're planning out some huge strategic plan for the whole community. Um, So it really is a toss up from day to day what could be happening. Thank you for that walkthrough. And I have a couple questions um, just that are going through Mm -hmm. my mind. But what I like about it, you have a general structure to your day that you maybe have instituted. Like you said, social media is not your favorite, so you like to just get it done at the beginning of the day. I feel you on that for sure. (laughs) But then you also have other things that you're like, okay, I check my email. We have these meetings. It adds a little bit of like spontaneity or Mm -hmm. challenge you know it's not something where you come and you know exactly what you're going to do every single day one question I had was you said your team so who sits on your team so all of the Baton Rouge area chamber or BRAC if you hear me say that we're probably about a 30 person organization and we are a nonprofit organization so 30 people in a nonprofit is pretty large that's pretty large yeah Um, We are divided up into departments or teams within that. So our marketing team is five people, six, including our intern. Okay. Um, But that is our senior vice president of marketing. So she oversees all of us. Um, We have an art director. So she does all of the creative, whether that's um, ads, social media tiles, putting together reports. She does a lot. We have an events director. Um. There's me, the marketing manager, and we have a director of talent development, which her job fits in with marketing a little bit, but she kind of does her own thing. So when I think of my job, it's really me and our senior vice president of marketing and our marketing intern that work really closely to do your typical marketing function. We do work together pretty closely when it comes to like promoting the event. That job would fall to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of it is her doing the actual planning parts and just asking for assistance every now and then. This is so fun for me because I know Brack through various things with Forth, obviously, but I don't I haven't seen deeper into mm-hmm. the scope of really the org chart and how that works. And also, I also want to call out, you mentioned that you that BRAC is a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding from a student perspective about what exactly a nonprofit is and does. I've had students be like, wait, I can't work at a nonprofit. I want to get paid. And I'm like, <laughs> that's a job. Seriously, they're like, wait, 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 I need a salary. And I'm like, yeah, you you get paid in a nonprofit. Have you had experiences not in a nonprofit? Um, in my internship experience, I did work at uh, some corporate organization. So not all nonprofit okay. experience, but 
mostly nonprofit. And I will say I had very many misconceptions as well. And I went through a program my senior year of college. Okay. Where it was the Louisiana Association of Nonprofit Organizations. They do a program called Community Leaders, and it's all about teaching people about nonprofit organizations and leadership. And it was through that program I was like, I think I actually want to work at a nonprofit organization. Very cool. Um, I would say for me personally, I like working at a nonprofit because you get to help someone else. Mm -hmm. And working at a corporate organization does not mean you're not helping someone else. Absolutely, right. But the nonprofit world, there's definitely a very clear connection on how you're helping the community around you. Mm -hmm. And that was just something that was so important to me and makes me feel fulfilled at my job. Yeah. So it was a... It's pretty high importance for me when it comes to jobs. And I would say that's something, as a student, that's something to pay attention to. If I feel that my work is making a difference and if it has a purpose behind it, Mm -hmm. for some people it's more, you need that delineation clearer than others. And Mm -hmm. I think just knowing that about yourself helps you make that decision. One thing I love about nonprofit organizations is because they're smaller, a lot of times your job function is... You do so much more than what you would think that one job is because maybe six people are having to do work for a full organization. And while that may sound a little intimidating, the thing is you get to try out so many new things. That's so true. So speaking about nonprofits and BRAC, what is your favorite thing about your job? So if we're not talking about job function, my favorite thing is my coworkers. Okay. I really do love love everyone I I work with. I think... Having a culture that you really love helps you love your job, honestly. But if we're looking at job function, it really is the fact that we get to help the community see that clear line. That's what gets me up in the morning, gets me going to work. I I never not want to go to work. And I know that sounds crazy, but I really love my job. And while waking up at Six in the morning sometimes hurts a little. <laughs> I get to the office and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm happy You're to be happy here. You're happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. When you were interviewing, were there any were there any signs that made... Because a lot of companies will be like, we love each other. We have such a good company culture. But you don't know if that's true or not until you're in the work, right? So was there anything, any tips that you could give my listeners about like what to look for for in terms of scoping out a good company culture, even application to interview to acceptance. Absolutely. So for me, when I was looking for my job, I talked to a lot of different people, my mentors, people I may have worked with. And I actually ended up talking with someone who worked at the Baton Rouge area chamber. And she was like, oh my God, we have a job opening. And she just talked so much about it and how much she loved it. And I know not everyone gets the opportunity to know someone who works at the place applying for. So one of my tips is to actually, if you find a job you like, go on LinkedIn, see who works there, see if you know anyone that's there. If you don't, see if you know anyone who's connected to someone you know who works there. And then reach out to that person. And and, ask. And ask. Because I think the best is actual feedback from someone who works there. And I know that's not always possible but if you can that's gonna be the best feedback you can get I almost even like finding someone who's connected to someone because I know for me I know the truth about my friends and what they think about their work Mm -hmm. you know good or bad and so if someone that I cared about connected with me and wanted to know about that person's experience 
I would be honest. That's a great piece of advice. And then another thing during my interview process, they also do, so I had an interview with the person that was going to be my boss and then an interview with the team without the boss there. It kind of shows you immediately how important the team function really is. Really is. They knew I was going to be a good worker, but they wanted to make sure I was going to fit in with Mm -hmm. the team and that the team's opinion counted as well. Because we're so small, so if one person's not working in that group, it's going to mess up the whole whole dynamic. Okay, so what is your the hardest or your least favorite thing? I know you mentioned social media. <laughs> I was which, like, I won't say social which media you this can, time. You can talk about that <laughs> if you want, but even just like the hardest. For me, I'm still fairly new into my career. I've been at BRAC for almost three years now. So I'm, I would say I'm still learning a lot constantly. Mm-hmm. But one thing right now that I'm really working on that I would say I guess is the hardest is media relations. Because I came from the business management background, I didn't really have any experience in media relations. Mm-hmm. And my internship experience was all more marketing focused. So blog posts, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then coming here and getting reporters who call you and just like immediately ask you five questions. And I'm like, you're like, I don't know what to say. (laughs) Yeah. So it's definitely one thing that I'm learning. And it's something I have continual conversations with my boss about to tell her that I'm learning. So she knows that it's something I want to get better at. And we work together to figure out ways I can get more experience in that mm-hmm. and continuously learn. So maybe one day I can move it from my hardest, hardest part of my part, job yes. into something else and that can take the place of something. You're working with your boss to figure out ways to just mm-hmm. get more reps. That is half of the battle. And then raising your hand and asking and saying, this is a challenge for me and mm-hmm. I think I just need more practice. That is a tip for any role, any industry, anything. And your boss will thank you for it. Like, Yes, okay, great. We can give you as much practice as you need. I'm happy to help you. Thank you for that. I think that's great. Now, before we move into how can anyone listening transition into a similar role as you if they're interested, I do want to talk about how and when did you really know that you were in your sweet spot in terms of your work? Absolutely. So when I was looking for my job, marketing is such a broad term. I met with some of my mentors and would just talk through with them and they all asked the same things like, are you interested in agency work? Are you interested in working for like one organization? Are you interested in nonprofit work? And my answer was always like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't had experience in all this. So how am I supposed to know? It was kind of more talking through with people and then it finally was like, okay, I like this job. Let's test it out. So I really didn't know that this was the right job for me until I was in it, which I know can be so scary, but I think I knew that it was really meant for me and helped solidify what I want to do like going forward when I realized more about that culture. I knew it was a team that really was behind me. Mm -hmm. I knew the work was helping the community. I like challenging work that changes. If I'm doing the same thing over and over again, I'm bored. I'm going to check out. And it was really working for a place where my boss, I could tell her, hey, I'm interested in doing this. And she'd be like, okay, you're going to do that now. And so that's when I knew the job was right for me. And so I think going forward in future careers down the line, the number one thing for me is going to be that culture. That culture. Morgan mentioned talking to mentors and having them ask similar questions. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about... Just to kind of receive those questions, it just helps even if you don't know the answers to them. 
I would also recommend that you listen to this podcast because I'm hoping because <laughs> I'm hoping that this is kind of helping as almost like a virtual mentor situation. Mm-hmm. So perfect transition into my last <laughs> segment, which is how do I get there? So Morgan, if someone is listening and they're a young person and they know they want your job in, like I said, five, 10, 15 years, what would be the best next step for them today or upon graduation? Like what would be the number one thing? Well, like I said, I'm only three years out of college. Okay, so yeah. you could have this job in three years <laughs> if you really want. I would say a big thing is networking. Get your internship volunteer experience through that. Um, and I know sometimes getting an internship can be really hard. I fell into my first one through a volunteer experience. So if you start off volunteering, meet people, get an internship, really talk to the people you're around and don't be afraid to tell them what you want. Mm. Ask questions. They want to help you genuinely. Professionals want you to do well. And if you just ask, they're going to help you at networking. And I will say when I was networking, it was with people I knew really, really well first because I was shy and Mm -hmm. scared. And then I actually had people that were like, here's three more people you should talk to. People I'd never met before, but they were like, I know if you tell them that I sent you to them, they're going to meet you for coffee. So guess what? I started meeting with people I didn't really know after that. So it's kind of knowing yourself, working your way up to those different networking experiences. I knew I was shy. So I started with people I knew really well. Yeah. And then I worked my way up to the people I didn't know. And really because of that experience is how I got two of my internships, how I ended up getting the job I have now. Some of the volunteer experiences I'm in currently were from networking opportunities. So it really is the best tool. I love that you say you were shy. As I tell students, get out there. And they're like, easy for you to say, you know? (laughs) But I do think, I think you can start super, super small. I'm talking, ask your aunt to coffee. Just even for a rep, even for a practice. But then I think that's the ticket is, Ask them, mm-hmm. is there anyone else you think I should meet with? And I know another tool people do, if you're going to like a networking night for young professionals yeah. or something, I have friends who are a little more shy as well. They know they're introverted. Yeah. They set goals for themselves. They say, I'm going to talk to two new people tonight. Once I meet that goal, then, then like, I'm done fine. for t- But that's two new people they talk to. And I if you do that. that once a week or even once a month, that's like 24 people at the end of the year. That's... That's a good tool if you're a little more introverted as well. I love that. I love that tool, especially for a networking night. Because I will tell you, those are intimidating for anyone. Shy or not, those are intimidating. And I think if you do that and if you focus on the one-on-ones, what I would call like an informational interview, just going to meet Mm -hmm. with people and get information from them, let them know your interests and desires. Like you said, don't be afraid to tell them what you want and what what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Would you feel comfortable with people connecting with you on LinkedIn, reaching out, asking any follow-up questions Oh, to you? absolutely. Okay. I love to meet people for coffee. I'm like, if you want to come have coffee with me to talk about your job, what you want, I'm so down. Okay, awesome. I'm also involved in Forum 35, which Amazing. is Baton Rouge's largest young professional organization. So anyone that is located in Baton Rouge, I highly recommend getting involved in that too. Mm -hmm. And like we said, networking's scary. So you can send me an email, say, hey, I'm coming. Will you talk to me? Yes, I will make sure I introduce you to people. I love that. I I love when people talk with me. Okay, so I will link in our show notes, I will link your LinkedIn, Morgan's Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, and I will link the Forum 35 
application or website or whatever you recommend that they kind of even if it's like events or whatever yeah. they need to see to get so if that's something that's interesting to you and it says form 35 but it's really young professionals so if you're just if you're just out of school local to Baton Rouge not local to Baton Rouge I think that would be amazing and any of my listeners that aren't Baton Rouge local these things exist in mm-hmm. your cities I guarantee it um so just I would say check out your area chamber and they're going to be able to lead you in the right direction. Um, also, the wide world web is your best friend. So um, thank you, Morgan. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your expertise. And thank you for allowing my students to connect with you if they feel called to do so. So anyway, with that, thank you for listening and have a great one. Thanks for listening. If you loved this episode and are inspired by this 9 to fiver, let us know. Subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Screenshot this episode and tag us on social at fourth underscore LLC. We would love to hear what professionals and industries you want to hear from next. Want more career guidance, discovery, and inspiration? Be sure to visit our website, goforthllc.com and browse our career downloads, read our blogs, and get inspired to go forth.